डियर आचार्य जी प्रणाम माई क्वेश्चन टूडे इज अबाउट पेरेंटिंग वॉट एज पेरेंट्स कैन वी डू टू रेज अ चाइल्ड इन अ वे वेर द चाइल्ड हैज एन अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ द इल्यूजरी नेचर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड एंड एट द सेम टाइम नर्चर द अर्ज टू नो द ट्रूथ माई फोर year old daughter asks me daddy why do we need god why i can't give her ready made answers but would also not want her to cast it away as something rubbish just because she did not get an answer what as parents can we do in front of such questions so the daughter is asking daddy why do we need god don't answer her she will again ask you if she is really a 4 year old she will keep asking daddy why do we need god why don't answer and she will again ask daddy why do we need god why then ask her why do you need an answer to this question that is why we need god hmm? sweetie why do we need an answer to this question let her answer you why does she need an answer to this question she will say because if i do not get an answer i feel dissatisfied ask her how did you feel when you asked me thrice and i still did not answer she would say i felt bad and that's the answer why man needs god man needs god because if he doesn't get god he feels bad and dissatisfied god is another name for realization pragyanam brahm god is the reason why a child is full of questions just ask the child why do you have so many questions he will say because i want to know then ask him how do you feel when you get an answer to your questions he will say i feel good tell him tell her rather god is the one who makes you asks questions and god is the one who makes you feel joyful and if they say what is the proof that god exists tell them as long as there are questions god exists so your question itself is the proof that god exists otherwise why are you asking questions why don't you just remain contented as you are hmm? tell them there sits something within us 
that wants good answers. There sits something within us that wants good answers. That is God. That is God. Your very tendency is to move towards God and the proof of that tendency is that you always want good answers. And if she says, there is no God, stop giving answers. They say, if there is no God, then you should not have a tendency to desire good answers. If there is no God, let there be no good answers. God is the answer to every good question. God is a good answer to every question. Simple. Hmm? Why is everybody looking for God? No, nobody is looking for God. People are looking for good answers. So your daughter is already a God seeker. Alok. Any honest question is a question about God. Any honest question is a question arising from God. Any honest question is a question leading towards God. Questions are quite godly, you see. And here you look at questions of a four-year-old and ask, how do I respond to them? And she is asking, is there God? The question itself is God talking as a question. What more proof do you need? Hmm? And if further proof is needed, Then ask her, why do you ask this question to Papa and not to some stranger? She will say, I trust Papa. I love Papa. Tell her, that is God. Love and trust. It's just that in the language of grown-ups, trust is called faith. But... The vocabulary of a four-year-old is a little small, thankfully so. So trust would do. Grown-ups have too many words and too many words mean too many divisions. Hmm? So tell her, God is that, Betty, which makes you Come to me. Love and trust. Does God exist? Turn the question upon her. Does love exist? Do you love Papa? If you love Papa, then God exists. Full stop. If you love Papa, then God exists. Does God exist? Do you trust Papa? If you trust Papa, then God exists. God is another name for trust. 
teach her instead of saying I love you repeatedly she must say I got you I got you that's wonderful because God is the only one that can connect I and you I got you now means I and God and you are all one because God is present between the two of us I God you don't try to teach God as a concept God is something that you breathe God is the fundamental nature your daughter is walking in God we all walk only in God now how can it be difficult to tell a kid about God it must be very very easy but grown ups and especially knowledgeable grown ups they keep wondering and they keep expressing their helplessness oh my god god is so difficult to be taught god is difficult to be taught because he is your god and your god means your concept of god not god don't you see what you say oh my god my god same question to her are you getting it getting it and if she says yes then tell her ah, that's god god is another name for getting it every time you get it just say got it not got it got it did you get it i got it i got it now i and it are related through god i got it i got it now you and god and it are one and there is understanding if you say i got it then there is just knowledge if you say i got it then there is understanding so alok are you getting it how can it be difficult i'm still wondering how can it be difficult to tell a little one about god it's far far easier than telling you adults about god you are the toughnuts to crack kids are far more easier take her to a beach and when she starts running around and playing with the waves and the surf and the sand 
ask her how does it feel she'll say great ask her what this greatness is is it the sand is it the surf ask her darling how are you feeling she will say great ask her tell me what this greatness is does it lie in the sand she will say well it is related to the sand but it doesn't quite lie in the sand oh then it must be related to the water bring a little bit of water to her and tell her is this great right now as you are splashing and playing and shouting and running you are feeling great tell me what is this greatness where is that greatness let's touch that greatness let's put our finger on that greatness does that greatness lie in the sand she'll say well it appears somewhat about the sand but the greatness is not equivalent to the sand she's a smart girl hmm then you bring some water to her see water and say does the greatness lie in the water she'll say well it is related to the water but it doesn't quite lie in the water hmm then what does it lie in can we touch that greatness can we put that in our pocket can we carry that greatness home beta so that we don't have to come to the beach again let's pack that greatness and carry it home that will make it convenient for both of us won't it and she'll say no papa that greatness can't be packed but you must insist you must say no we must pack that greatness and carry it home and pack some sand and pack a burger pack a new pair of shoes hairpins pack as much as you can and tell her now i have packed greatness let's carry it home and then at home you will get the same feeling as you are getting on this beach right now she'll say no papa that feeling cannot be taken home you may pack the entire world in your little packet but still there is something here that cannot be there at home what is it peter what is it please fetch it because i love you so much sweetie i want to give that greatness to you she will say no it's not about you papa it's when i run here it's when i feel free that i experience what i do you ask her is there some way we can pick that greatness up is there some way i can ensure that you keep repeating i am feeling great i want to ensure your feeling i want to cast your feeling in stone she will say no it cannot happen it is not a thing the moment she says well there is something that is not a thing there is something that is not a thing she knows god the moment you can get a child to utter that there is something that is not a thing and yet it is beautiful yet it is something worth dying for she knows god that's the moment
or if you have a bit of a hard heart, if you can pretend to be a little tough, a little hard-hearted, then there is another way. Give her all her favorite toys and close her in a room. And give her whatever she wants, but keep her enclosed. Best of food. And the room is climate controlled. And there is a television with the most entertaining of programs. But the door is closed. And after a while she starts knocking. You open the door and ask her, what do you want? She will say, I want to come out. You ask her, but everything that you can have is there inside the room. Why do you still want to come out? Uh, she will say, fine, I don't want to come out. But, uh, do pass some more stuff. Get me a couple of more toys. And get me some fizzy drinks. Do that. Half an hour later, she'll again knock. And she'll say, I want to come out. Ask her. You have everything that you can imagine. You have everything that you like. You have everything that you want. Inside that room, why do you still want to come out? She'll say, because I don't feel free here. I don't feel free here. So you ask her. So is freedom bigger than all the toys and the food and the entertainment and stuff? She will say, yes, probably. Let me come out. Don't ask me so many questions. Say, I'll let you come out. But you must answer then. One final question. Is there some way I can give freedom to you? In the same way as I gave you toys and food and entertainment? She will say no. She has realized God. She has realized two very important things. Freedom is bigger than all the toys that a child or man can have. And secondly, freedom is not a thing. Freedom cannot be given to you in the same way a toy can be given to you. If she realizes this much, she already knows God. God is another name for freedom. You cannot teach via concepts. Our daily experiences must be immersed in godliness. Our daily experiences must be the very proof of godliness. They are actually, but we must realize. We think experiences are merely experiences. They are not. All experiences are loud proofs of godliness. Provided we care to see. Hmm? 